afternoon, good morning, good evening, all you little fucking whores, and welcome to another episode of Singly Mistaken. What the fuck is up, team? How are we fucking rolling on today or tonight? I don't know where the fuck you are listening to this, but fucking welcome. We're here again. Whoa. So, guys, look, I'm going to give a little update. Actually, first, how are you? How the fuck are you? How the fuck is life? Hopefully life is treating you well. Hopefully you're surviving, you're breathing, you're getting some nice water intake and we're feeling fucking good. Now, before I get into the episode, I'm going to give a little update. And guys, at the time that you will be listening to this episode, I would have been already asked out on a date and be going on a little date and I'm kind of excited. I'm like, Day. It's like the first time I've actually been on in like a long time, like a long time. Like obviously I talk about, you know, my daddy ex back in Melbourne, who I'm not going to talk about this episode, but I have talked about in previous episodes, go fucking listen. But <laughs> I haven't been on a date, like no one really asks me out that much. And I'm kind of excited to actually meet someone new and go on a little 80 day and have some new content for the fucking podcast. So let's talk shit about them maybe next week and let's fucking dive into the story. I said in episode fucking four that if people asked or... Actually, no, I did say if people asked, but I want to fucking talk about two subjects that kind of collide a little bit. Threesomes and open relationships. Now listen up. I had Mr. Sexy Doctor Man talked about last week, and we're gonna fucking dive into the motherfucking tea of that story. What happened in the middle? Now, listen up. I went over to his house at 4.30. Actually, catch yourselves up on what happened and who this guy is in episode fucking four. Support the podcast. Go fucking listen to the episode. It's fucking great. Anyway, episode fucking five. Here we are. I really, really wanted to see what happened with him. So I went over at 4.30 in the morning, got an Uber, met his friends. They kind of left, was sitting on the couch with him. And this is where we're going to set the scene. He had his arm around me. You know, I was feeling relaxed. I was feeling good. It was probably like by this point, maybe like five o'clock in the morning. And then one of his friends stayed, who for this story, we're going to call Croissant (laughs) because he's French. Is that a bit offensive? Maybe. Maybe. But I just can't think of another name off the top of my head. So we're going to go with Croissant. So little Croissanti was sitting on the left side. I was sitting on the right side of Mr. Sexy Doctor Man. And he starts making out with me. And because I'm not a fucking idiot, if you're going to make out in front of one of your friends, it's very, very clear what the vibe is. So I'm like, I'm going to fucking roll with this. Like, I didn't fucking sign up for a two-for-one combo, but... Say la vie, I guess. So I start making out with him. He starts making out with Crisanti. Then I start making out with Mr. Sexy Doctor Man again. And then I make out with Crisanti. And then this guy, Mr. Sexy Doctor Man, gets down on his knees and pulls out my fucking semi-erect penis. Starts little doing a little bit of mouth work on that. And then who else does? Fucking Lil Crisanti also gets down and it's just like a fucking two for one actual special on my motherfucking schlong. And I could just, I'm just like, this is great. I'm like, fuck, I'll roll with this. I'm like, I'm not fucking complaining. However, it kind of gets to a point where we're kind of being there, we're kind of making out cute. We'll start taking off our clothes 
And then kind of goes, you know, what are you into? What What's your preference? So obviously, if you are having a threesome with two people of the same sex, <laughs> in this case, two men, because this is how the only philosophy I think it makes sense in, you're going to have someone that wants to probably get fucked, someone that wants to fuck someone, and who knows? The third person could be whatever. You know, it can kind of work. Of course that night, I was like, I am fucking topping. I'm fucking people. Nothing is going in my fucking hoo-ha. Nothing is going in my rear end. So, where we proceed is I end up first fucking little croissanty. Why Mr. Sexy Doctor Man is kind of like playing with me, kind of watching. I'm inside this man that I didn't really know that well, to be fair. And unfortunately... If you have ever had anal sex, sometimes people aren't 100% clean. I know what you're thinking. So then you go, oh, she's nasty. It's nasty. It's not fucking nice. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like a number three fucking poo explosion on my cock, but it wasn't great either. Actually, it, was horrible. it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't clean. It wasn't <sighs> little clean whistle. However... So I go have a shower. I have to get like my fucking hoo-ha cleaned. And by my hoo-ha, I mean my doodle. By my doodle, I mean my fucking penis. I go do that. We leave the little croissanty boy in there. I need to stop calling him croissanty power. And then I go for my round with Mr. Sexy Doctor Man. Now, Mr. Sexy Doctor Man, he's got this great body. It's just muscular. It's hard. He's not really, really big, but he's got a good body. And so I'm just holding on to him and just fucking taking him from behind. He's watching himself get fucked in the mirror that's in the corner and it is the hottest thing it's fucking it was oh guys let me just tell you for someone that was like locked in isolation and in quarantine coming back to the country and now i live out in the middle of fucking nowhere you have no idea how it was just nice to be fucking a hot muscular man Actually, just having sex. I'm gonna put it out there. Just having sex. It had been a fucking dry spell for a hot fucking minute there. And I just was like, I need something. And this was just the perfect, the perfect reunion for my penis and another person. Let me put it that way. I could not get it any better. However, it was very fucking short-lived. It was very short-lived. Because, unfortunately, Mr. Sexy Doctor Man wasn't... 100% clean I'm at. And now we're thinking, oh, you're fucking nasty again. You're nasty again. So I'm like, god damn it. So I had to get in the shower for a second time and clean my fucking doodah off again. By this point, I have little Grisoni back for like round two. Hopefully clean. Fingers crossed. Mr. Sexy Doctor Man's getting like himself cleaned up. I'm just like, fuck, this is a nightmare. I go to have my second round with Lil Crisanti and if you guys actually some people won't recognize this because I did mention this with one of my one of my straight friends recently but if you don't know what like Amol or Rush or Poppers is I guess those are all kind of the names of brand it's like a cleaner very high chemical but it, it relaxes your body essentially I'm trying to explain this in the most basic way I can it relaxes your body so if you're Maybe having penetrative anal sex. It just makes things a little bit looser. And it helps the journey along. Helps you for the ride. Let's just say that much. 
So, I pass that, you know, Mr. Sexy Documents, I think that was his, and I pass it to Crisanti, and he goes to sniff it as I'm about to enter him again. I think I might have been in him. And he pours it all over his goddamn face, and I'm like, fuck! I'm like, fuck! So, of course, me, because I'm the mum friend, so mum fucking mode activates. I'm like, fucking getting him up, I'm taking him to fucking bathroom, trying to help him wash that shit out, like, trying to get out of my arms, like, if my penis could be any more flaccid, I don't know. But the mood was gone. The mood was fucking gone. I felt so awful, because I was like, this poor man, like, just poured this fucking chemical shit all over himself. I'm like, fuck! So, the mood was gone. <laughs> the mood was gone. Obviously got to have my little bit of fun, but what a fucking disaster. <laughs> what a way to, like, meet this person. Again, listen to episode four. We talk about the instant spark that I had with Mr. Sexy Doctor Man. But what a fucking sexual journey. Am I right? Now, this is why I wanted to talk about threesomes, because threesomes don't always necessarily go exactly to plan, right? I feel like they can be difficult when... You don't have people you don't always know. I'm someone, personal preference, I like to have threesomes with open couples. I, or potentially, if I have a partner and me and my partner would potentially be open and we talked about that, that's something I'd be open to. And that's just the way I like to live my life. I think it's a really healthy thing. It's a communication thing. We might get into that a little bit. Not too sure, not going to promise, but I'm sure threesomes will fucking come back up again in the future in a topic. It's just, for me, I like people that have maybe a bit of chemistry and motion. They know what they're doing between themselves. I think it makes a lot more sense. I think if you've got a couple... My favourite part... Okay. The pros of sleeping with people in relationships. Now, when I say in relationships, I mean open relationships. Let me just clarify that. The thing is, there's no commitment. If you just want to be a fucking whore, or you just want to have some little fucking time... And this could be any type. I'm not saying this just has to be like a gay relationship. This could be any type of relationships. I've had threesomes with a man and woman. Fucking great. Honestly, for me, hottest fucking thing ever. I fucking love the power dynamic with both. I just, I love it. It's fucking, if you want to make me come, that's the way. Anyway, the thing when you're going with a couple or an open relationship, or maybe even people that have slept together quite often, is they generally, there's no commitment. You're not tied to them and they leave you the fuck alone. They honestly do, because generally, if they're in an open relationship, they don't really... They might care about you. You might end up building a friendship with them. I have with a lot of couples, and I love it because I can go spend time with them normally. And then if I want to have sex with them or we're out at a party, I can. I can. Perfect. It's that point that they do. They just leave you alone. Like, once you've done that, they'll keep in touch. They'll be nice. And they're generally really generous in terms of their time, their company... They're very good at making you feel at home as well. I find you feel very welcome because they want you to feel comfortable because it's not always a situation where everyone feels instantly happy or instantly great. They're always the type of people. They are highly complimentary. They will give you so many compliments. They will tell you a lot because they're fucking happy they've got this third person around. Generally, it's because it's someone they're both attracted to as well. So you've kind of got both double action coming at you, quite literally. I mean, if you've got two hands, you can fucking do both at once. You could two two fingers if you want. It's like, you know, each their own. Maybe if you've got two pussies, you can finger them both. If you've got fucking two dicks, wank them off at the same time. Each their own. If you've got a mix, one finger, one wank. It's emotion. It's emotion. But the thing is, you don't always, and sometimes, again, it depends on the open couple, sometimes you can have them on their own. 
Sometimes that's the way the relationship works. They might be open to, okay, you can go sleep with this person, that's fine, and I'll go sleep with this person. And they have separate. So you've kind of got the option of both individual and threesome at times, which I think is a really nice thing. I think it kind of works if you're just a single fucking boy or gal or non-binary, we don't fucking discriminate, and you are a person that you do. You just want to be able to... I don't know, have a little bit of fun, or you don't want commitment at this point in your life, it's all fine, we're allowed to admit that, I'm someone where I think, at, right now, I don't know if I want that or not, could that change, because I may be going on a date, potentially, but we will wait and fucking see. It's also that point, I feel like, they work a lot better on your own schedule, they're never pressuring you, they'll kind of keep things open, so if you want to go over, I just find it's very easy, the whole process is really fucking easy. Now, I've even had, obviously, apart from this threesome, I have slept with a couple. I've actually slept with a few couples, I'm not going to lie, that are open. So even in Melbourne, when I lived there, I had two couples that I used to sleep with. One was a lot more, well, not regular, actually, I shouldn't say that. One kept in touch a lot more. The other was a bit of an accident. Actually, that's a really funny story. Um, oh, do we have time? We can dive into the story. So essentially, like... I'd just broken up with my very first person I dated in Melbourne and I went for a night on the town. I lost my friends completely because they left me alone at the club. I was talking to this guy, really, really nice. He like introduces me to his friends. Really nice. They're a couple. Um, I was like, okay, cool. And then like, I was like leaving the club because I was like, I'm not going to go home with you. Like, no, no, no. We like, I end up actually meeting them outside because I'm like, can't find my friends. They're going home. They're like, come, I was getting a cab. They live literally around the corner from me. So I was like, yeah, get in my car. I'll drop you off. Totally fine. Like, nice people. They invite me in for drinks. I have G&Ts. They're making me fucking dumplings and spring rolls. And we're just having a jolly old time. Like, fucking, I don't know, three, four o'clock in the morning. I'm pissed as. The guy that was, like, talking to me wasn't single. Again, I think I just maybe attract these types of people. Wasn't single, was trying to cheat on his partner. He left because he felt uncomfortable. And then I was just stuck with this couple who also didn't know him. And I'm like, wait, I thought you guys were friends. And he's like, no, we're not friends. We just met him at the bar. And I'm like, ah, long story short, I ended up getting into bed with this couple. But then I was feeling like a bit like, I don't want to do this. So I kind of was like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do this. And I was already naked and they were naked. And I was like, ah. And they were like, oh, why, why? And I was like, oh, and I panicked. I panicked because I had my ring on that... I bought myself, I just got into this big fucking ring, and I said to them, I'm so sorry, but I just still got my engagement ring off, and my engagement, I just broke off my engagement last week, and I just was just, can't do this, I fake cry, because I can do that at times, I can fake cry, and I lied to them about my engagement, because I didn't want to have this threesome with them, and I was like, fuck, I'm like, fuck, I panicked, I fucking panicked, and they were like, oh my god, we're so sorry, like, we had no idea, are you okay? And they sit there and talk to me. I make up this convoluted story in my drunken mind about my fake fiance and our lives and how this couple, because they were renovating their apartment, I was like, oh, you know, that's what we were just about to do. And it's, I'm so sorry, it's just bringing up a lot of emotion. Like, what a fucking psycho. Like, who does that? Me, obviously, because I just get myself into these situations. But like, that was one of the couples I saw. The other couple, however, just they're nice i talk to them quite a bit they're friends of mine as well and you know obviously if we can have our fun we can have our fun so sorry kind of got a bit off track there i think a lot of people where was i going with it i fucking lost my train of thought so i'm just gonna go into my next one i'm so sorry guys fucking all i'm just getting fucking flustered with all these fucking imagining all these people that i've slept with jesus christ it's been a like you know it's been a little hot minute again 
So open relationships. A lot of people always ask, are they happy? They must be, you know, they have, a lot of people generally have second doubts about open relationships. Now, here's the thing. They're actually way happier than people that aren't open. And this is just some fucking tea that I'm going to spill. I'm not saying that you need an open relationship to be happy. However, I think it actually completely, or majority of the time I should say, avoids the point where people cheat on their partners because you open up a much stronger sense of communication and trust with your partner. I've seen quite a few couples that are open where they're going to be together forever. Like, they will get married, they'll be, you know, they're very, very happy, but they have a good understanding of each other. They have a good understanding of each other's needs. And I think that's actually kind of beautiful. Um, the thing is, it doesn't mean when people say they're open that they're always, or they do constantly sleep with other people singly. Sometimes they do things together. Sometimes it can be occasional. Sometimes they may just really pick someone out. Again, a couple that I um, had in the past, they only sleep with me. And that was the tea, and we were very, they were very, very open about it. And that's just because they both liked me, they knew they could trust me. I wasn't going to say stuff. Again, I'm not here to fucking spill everyone's dramas and teas and fucking personal lives. I'm not here to do that. I'm not here to fucking expose people. I'm here to tell some fucking stories and to teach some people shit. But it's that point that you do actually get a nice open sense of what people are like. They're generally very open to talk about their relationship. They're very open to be very fair. Like in my experience, a lot of these people that I have, like, you know, and sometimes friends and people that I've slept with in open relationships, they're very open about how it works. They're very open about how their relationship is and, you know, the good and the bad. And it's so intriguing because you kind of get a lot of a deeper sense. They're very emotionally open, which I think is quite when I say emotionally open, not in the relationship, but they open up their emotions. Let me just clarify. We don't want to give out false facts. Where they'll talk about stuff. It's really beautiful. And it's the communication aspect. And I talk about this every episode. But it's so true. It relates in everything. That's so important in a relationship. And it does show. Study. It's fucking fat. Study shows that open relationships can generally lead to happier relationships that are fully monogamous. Because, again, I've been through a fucking parents' divorce. I've seen... People I know, like, you know, outside family, where they cheat on their partners or they cheat on their husbands, their wives. They cheat on... I've seen fucking friends cheat on their fucking boyfriends, like, after dating for a couple weeks. And they're like, oh my god, I'm such a shit person. I'm like, move on. Get the fuck over yourself. You probably shouldn't have put a fucking label on it after two weeks, but we live and we learn. People are happier sometimes. Is it for everyone? No. I 100% don't think it's for everyone. Would I get jealous with my partner, and the past apps are fucking lootly. I would be fucking... I remember one of my exes, the ex that I lived with, if he's listening to this, hi, but I used to get so jealous if he would talk to this, this one fucking guy who he used to sleep with, and I knew that he still kind of like cared about him, had some kind of emotional element. I used to get so fucking jealous because I was really insecure at that point in my life. Nowadays, I think it is. It's I'm a lot more open to it. I don't think it's for everyone because I think people like the idea of constant commitment. And I think that's a really beautiful thing if you can find it. I think it's very doable. I think it's just finding the right person. Maybe that could happen to me one day, but I'm also, if you've maybe listened to them, I'm a fucking cynic when it comes to love. I'm like, I'm going to die and be alone forever. So I think it's just important to keep that if you've even been considering an open relationship or if you know people, know people through the grapevine, they are generally happy. I think it's that point when people get a little bit too open and it does start to get a bit nasty and it starts to get a bit less about the partner. There are some open relationships that aren't fully happy. I think it comes down to the communication between the partners and what they want. 
But majority of the time, they are doing pretty well. I mean, I just think about the times when, and let's be real, when we've been in relationships and we're sitting there and we're like, wouldn't it just be nice to just like fuck someone else? Or you have, maybe not even fuck someone else, but you do, you fantasize about someone else or maybe you just haven't, you're not getting as much sex from your partner when you need it. I've had relationships where I'm just like, please come into the room and suck my fucking dick because I'm just getting so pent up. And I'm just like, I just want it. And for me, when I'm with a partner and I'm dating someone, like, that's really important to me. I need that chemistry. It doesn't even mean, like, we have to have fucking sex all the time. But I, I like that element. I like feeling wanted. I like being a little bit of a dirty whore. <laughs> if I'm putting it bluntly, okay, I do. But that's because that's just what I like with my partner. I like sex. I don't think that's a bad thing. This is what this fucking podcast is about, sluts. Again, probably going a little bit into the personal side for me. I think people also, actually not even the personal side, I think in general, people also go, oh, you know, you must be jealous of your partner. Like, you, oh, it must be horrible seeing someone else. I'm going to tell you something I've learned in my life. Jealousy is actually a little bit healthy at times. And you guys are like, what the fuck, Ross? What the fuck do you mean? I don't want to sit there and see this shit and feel like shit. The thing is, jealousy can be good. I would also just feel like, you know, if I saw my ex now, or actually when I was with my recent ex, and this is the one that I've talked about before, and he was talking, I think talking to other people when we were together, I kind of got a bit over it. I was just like, fuck. I'm like, if anything, I feel good because I've got a partner that other people desire, other people want, you know? It's that point that, yes, I know my partner might be, in that case, my partner might not be doing something that's fully correct or good, but I'm keeping open-minded to it. I'm like, as long as you communicate with me, I can work with that. It's also that point I think I've been cheated on in pretty much majority of my relationships or people I've dated, totally fine. So it has changed my viewpoints a lot on maybe I'm a bad partner. Maybe my partner wants more though. Maybe I'm not giving them everything they need. Maybe they want to keep things open. To be honest, I just date pieces of shit and really bad fuck boys. But again, this is not just about me as podcast. It's for you, little hoes. It's for you. There's this thing that I think really sums it up quite well, and this is how I look at it. It's a phrase and a term called compersion. Now, compersion is when you feel happy for someone for an experience that they enjoy. So I'm a big people pleaser. I like seeing anyone in my life happy, doing something that makes them happy. I'm always going to support that because I think your personal happiness is based off what you want. So compersion in open relationships is that point where it is. It's that point on you can get satisfaction from seeing your partner happy. So whether that's with someone else, it doesn't mean you have to be there and watching it, but kind of phrasing it and working off that element of your partner's happy doing this and you want your partner, you want to please your partner. You want them to be happy. People, I know you might be sitting there going, oh, I don't know about that. But again, it's like I said, this isn't a topic for everyone. It's not something we can all relate to, but it's important to fucking talk about. Compersion. Fucking look it up. C-O-M-P-E- R-S-I-O-N. Fucking, I should be in the spelling bee. Fucking move over Matilda, bitch. Fucking get your doll, fly it across the room. But I fucking won this shit. I think that's how you spell it. Imagine if I spelled it wrong. Fuck. To be honest, if you have never had a threesome with a couple that's open, fucking do it. That's my challenge for you this weekend, sluts. If you're sitting there, maybe, I don't know, get on your little fucking dating apps. Try it out. If you're in a relationship right now and you're feeling you're not fully satisfied or you want to sleep with someone else, don't feel ashamed. 
don't feel bad about that. To be honest, it's really fucking normal. I sit down with a lot of my friends that are in relationships and they're like, oh, I like my partner and I, you know, I love them. I've never trade them for the world, but I just kind of wish I had something more. Sometimes I just wish I could have a slutty night out. We all have fucking been there. Let's normalize it. That is okay to feel like that. However, how fucking ever, open communication with your partner is key. I also think your partner might want this as well. Have you thought about that element? And obviously it's always a bit of an uncomfortable situation to bring up if you're in a relationship. But again, communicate. Maybe try the threesome out. Maybe bring in someone else. You know, maybe if you're, you know, man and woman together, bring in another woman. Bring in another man. See what your partner's comfortable with. Think about what you are. But make sure you're really, it's not just like a passing woman. It's something you want to try out. If you're single though, what the fuck have you got to lose? Like, if you haven't had two pussies, two dicks, a dick and a pussy, whatever, around you and you want to fucking give it a go, why the fuck not? Life's too short to not fucking live and not, it's too short to not eat pussy and suck dick. Let me just tell you, it's like, you've got to just do what makes you feel comfortable. The open relationships, I fucking love it because for me, like I said, point number one, they leave me the fuck alone. But, but, they also give me what I need, I give them what they need. It's like a little working contract. I think it can work well for a lot of people. And to be honest, it's just like you're joining the family. It's just like, hello, here I am. You're, you're just like the rich aunt that comes to fuck them both. Like, you just come in, you walk in, you take your clothes off, and you're like, hello, let me suck both of your dicks, let me eat both of your pussies, because I want to, and it's going to be great. Why am I singing all this shit? I don't fucking know. I don't want <laughs> You know what I'm dreading? Listening to that back on the fucking recording. That's what I'm fucking dreading. Try it out. Tell me what you fucking think. You know what you should do? Go to our fucking Instagram, at singlymistaken. Go give us a fucking follow. Go send us a fucking DM. Did you try it? Have you had an open relationship experience or a really great threesome story? I will revisit threesomes on its own entity down the track. But tell me about your fucking open relationship stories. I love them. I think they're really fucking interesting. I know that there is a few of my friends that have had some very interesting experience. And like I have said, I am trying to get some guests on time-wise, COVID, where I fucking live, travel-wise, it is a little bit difficult so please fucking bear with me and thank you guys for listening to my draining voice every fucking week and episode but guys i just want to leave you on that note i want to leave you on the note that i want you to go fucking look up on porn go watch some fucking threesome shit if you haven't if you haven't already why not judging your choices but maybe just give it a fucking whirl look up bisexual threesome it's my fucking fave <laughs> is that too much info is that tmi is that TMI? I think this whole podcast is fucking TMI. Like I just told you right at the start how someone I stuck my cock in someone and like a bit of poop was stuck to it pretty much. So, uh, I know, nasty, nasty. Guys, go and enjoy your fucking day. I am not going to keep you any fucking longer stuck to this podcast, but thank you so much for coming along this ride or in this case, this double ride if you are into the open relationship side. If you guys have a question for me, please go flick it through on Instagram. Go fucking tweet it at us at singlymistaken or give us a little email if you are shy, singlymistaken at gmail.fucking.com for now, subject to change. However, go and enjoy it. Go do some sucking, some fucking, some flingering, or finger licking. I can't remember. You guys remember it. Go watch episode fucking four. Go check it out. Watch episode one, two, three, and fucking four. And I will catch all you dirty little whores in the fucking. Room.
next one. Have a great fucking day, guys. Love you. And